The Pepper and Dylan Show. Kiss 91.7. Uh, I'm sorry if I upset anybody. I'm saying this on the front end, okay? But everybody's got their opinions, and I'm entitled to mine. I know that 2020's been a real hot button, uh, uh, a bed of hot button yes, issues so for the entire year. We can't agree on face masks. We can't agree on racial relations. Can we agree on this? I believe. Oh, boy. I believe. Is it actually bad? I'm nervous. That zoos are stupid. <laughs> Zoos. Well, I know a lot of people will agree with you. I am done with zoos. I took my niece, nephew. You look like you're having so much fun on Instagram. I took my niece and nephew. Wait, because you have to look like you're having fun on Instagram. No, you don't. You don't have to post anything. I took my niece and nephew and two kids to the Calgary Zoo, right? Because, I mean, the Edmonton Zoo is the Edmonton Zoo. Well, we went to the Calgary Zoo, which is kind of like a flagship zoo in Western Canada, if not the country, right? It's one that they're very proud of. And I went there. On one of the hottest days in the history of my life, I think, I'm walking around the Calgary Zoo mm-hmm. with my mask on, following all the arrows and all the directions. You can't, you miss one animal, you miss the animal. You can't backtrack and go and see the animal. Right. Spent like $150 to go to the zoo. $20 for five bottles of water, Dylan. In hindsight, should have brought water in. Could have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could have. All to watch animals sleeping in the shade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hot, right? They want to. They want, they're tired. But the shade is so far away from where you are. Yeah, <laughs> they've built animal exhibits backwards at the zoo. Well, what do you mean? I'm like, where? Okay, where? Where's? Uh, give me an animal for for uh, tiger. A, a tiger. Okay, the tiger was a really good one. Okay, so the tiger. Where's the tiger? I can't see. First of all, tiger needs this huge space. To of course, run. Which I understand of course. for for their own personal benefit. But for me, the zoo goer, I'd like them just. I'd like to see them just in a box. <laughs> Chained so up in a so box, I can eh? actually see the thing, that right? That sounds bad. So where's the tiger? I can't find the tiger anywhere. I'm looking all over the place, which they're orange and black in a bunch of trees. You'd think you'd <laughs> see it, no problem. I can't find this tiger anywhere. And then finally I see something moving. Well, there he is, fast asleep, lying under the, the, this tree in this rock mm-hmm. in a shadow. You can barely see him. Yeah. $100, Dylan, I paid for that. $100 for that. Oh, okay, well, let's go to the gorillas. What gorilla, how want? fun is a gorilla, right? The gorillas are cool at the Calgary Zoo. Oh, my God. Yeah, gorillas yeah. are so fun. Let's go to the gorilla. Guess what? What? Gorillas are resting. They're not coming out today. Well, they're tired. It's too hot out. Well, you know what? You're in captivity, not me. No, it's a pepper. Entertain me, animals. (laughs) Come on. Don't. No. Hippopotamuses, do you know they can hold their breath and go under muddy, murky water for like 45 minutes? Well, you could have waited. The whole time I'm sitting here waiting for a hippopotamus to lose his breath. (laughs) Did you end up seeing no? No. I saw bubbles. Okay, wow. that's something. Which could either be a hippo breath or a hippo toot. I have no idea what it was. <laughs> the, the snow leopard. The snow. The, oh, oh. Mother Nature's hardest animal Most to find. Elusive. Is even harder to find at the zoo in captivity. <laughs> you couldn't see oh. it. I couldn't find anything. Well, look, it's a snow leopard. Of course, it's going to be hiding on a hot day. Lion sleeping under a tree. Entertain me, animals. No, listen. Do they well, have any idea how much I paid to see them? <laughs> Clearly they don't, because they were all sleeping while I was there. The Calgary Zoo is one of the better zoos out there. Okay. Well, yeah, because the other yeah. one's just a big bag of dead animals, probably oh. doing nothing. It's so bad. Well, you think the penguins it, were fun. I tell you, I got to have fun with the, the penguins. The penguins were out. Yes. But the safari animals weren't. No. Nah. Just fast That's asleep under yeah. the trees. And they've got an exhibit at the Calgary Zoo called the Canadian Rockies. Oh, yes. Oh. We live in the Canadian Rockies. You always complain. Every time you've gone anywhere in the mountains, you've never it's seen true. anything. It's like the only time I've seen a, mo- a moose is at the Canadian Rockies there exhibit at the Calgary Zoo. That's fun. And he was the only one not sleeping, just standing there. Just standing there. What, what did you do? want him to do? Dance? I want him to do, yeah, I want him to do something. Come on. So I'm out on it. Agree or not, uh, or disagree, Robbie? You love animals. You're probably going to disagree do. with this. The zoos are just 
They're not all they're cracked up. They're to not be. all they're cracked up to be, and nothing beats seeing them in the wild. Right? right. Yeah, but yeah, I don't want to see a bear in a wild. I don't want to see a tiger or a lion in the wild, but I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dylan, agree, disagree. You I, hate I, wax museums, you got to hate a zoo, No, right? I've always loved a zoo. I don't love what zoos represent. I don't love captivity, but I do love like just the feeling of a zoo. It's just, it's somewhere you don't get to go often. So it's kind of magical. It, it is. Walking yeah. a long pathway. All it was was just around, uh, uh, walking a circle to get back to my car. You know what? With all the beer you've been drinking, you, you can go for a walk. That's a good point. <laughs> so just enjoy. <laughs> Wait for a second. I'm here to say it. Zoos aren't all they're cracked Zoos. up to me. That's the 2020 hunt. Okay. The Pepper and Dylan Show. Kiss 91.7. I uh, made the mistake of telling my son the other day about how you got fired, Dylan. Oh. For, how old were you when you got fired from KFC? Uh, I don't know. 14, 15, 16, somewhere okay. in there. Because my son works at A&W. And uh, he's finally gone back to work. He's on d- disinfectant detail, which mm-hmm. it's so funny. He can clean other things, but not himself yet. It's very strange. But anyway, <laughs> well, he's crazy. on disinfectant detail. And then I made the mistake of telling him how you got fired. Ooh. So earlier this morning, you made me tell the waterbed story. Yeah. So why don't you tell everyone who may not have ever heard how you got fired from KFC? It's not you very classy. barbaric animal. It's not very classy. <laughs> right. I can tell you that. Had nothing to do with stealing deep and delicious cakes at the end of the night. Oddly enough it okay. did not no it all it revolved around toonie tuesday mm-hmm. <laughs> and in strathmore alberta the toonie tuesday was quite the celebration i can imagine they would be lining up outside to the parking lot and down the parking lot you'd have 20 maybe 30 people lined up uh, every and i was on cash they put me on cash because they trusted me mm-hmm. bad choice and so it would get really frantic people had a ton of orders you really had to be busy people I'm not kidding they would come in and order like 20 Tuesday Tuesdays right. that's what they would want and you're trying to just get everybody out and there's lines everywhere everyone wants to eat chickens flying everywhere it's hot it's the middle of summer. You mean chickens flying everywhere? There were chickens in the back. I'm just saying, no, like they're flying in and out and like through the window, not like actually chickens. God, I don't know if I want to eat there. All I'm saying is it was a frantic night and there was a guy who came in and he was rude. And I wasn't having it. He was rude because I didn't put salt and pepper in his bag. And I, I, I guess that had upset him. And I was just trying to keep up. I was drowning. There was people... Everywhere, You're everyone, just a young kid. It's right. a part-time job. And so he came in and he insulted me and he said, you didn't put salt and pepper in the bag. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Here you go. He's like, what kind of idiot are you? Something like that. <laughs> and I just, for whatever reason at that moment, it, everything, it snapped. <laughs> Inside of me just broke. And I remember him calling me an idiot and thinking, I already hate my job. <laughs> I already hate what I'm doing. Every night I go home with grease in my hair and on my skin from all the grease I have to deal with on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. From all those birds flying up, around, yeah. It is lined up <laughs> down there and you're calling me an idiot. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, I said, they're, they're in your bag. And he's just like, if you would have got it first the right, or, or right the first time, we wouldn't have this problem, mm-hmm. dummy. Mm-hmm. And he like doubled down on it. Yeah. And so at that moment, a KFC double down. Yes, at that moment, <laughs> yeah. I I I lost it. <laughs> I, I'm not proud to admit, but I lost it, and I grabbed what was like the collar of his shirt <laughs> as I jumped over the counter, swinging my fist, punching him directly in the face. Punched a customer, Dylan. Falling on top of him, 
Only to be, uh, there's a, it was like a blackout moment. I'm on top God. of this guy, wailing him in the face oh my God. multiple times. You beat up a customer at KFC. An old Dylan. man. An old man. Dylan. And so all I remember is John, the manager, <laughs> pulling me off in a fit of rage, just blacking out. And him, him pulling awful. me into the back uh-huh. and saying, we're going to... We're going to have to let you go, maybe? We're probably going to have to let you go. And we were good friends. And I said, you know what, John? I understand. <laughs> yeah. And I went to the back locker and I grabbed my uh, my shoes, my uh, my uniform. I uh, took it off right there. Yeah. I left that in the locker. <laughs> I just walked outside. That was it for Tuesday Tuesdays in KFC and uh, Dylan and Strathmore. That was the last Dylan. shift right. I ever worked. So I told my son that. <laughs> and he thought it was the coolest story ever. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no. It was pretty badass. Right. I'll tell you that. But I don't recommend that. That's a bad no, way. You don't recommend you. assaulting customers. That's a good, <laughs> That's a good thing to learn. Thank you very much. Wow. Thank Thank you, Dylan. It's the Pepper and Dylan Show. Kiss 91.7. Robbie's talking trash. Okay. Uh, I shared the story earlier this morning. I'm, I'm driving a, a car right now that I might buy, so they've let me drive it for a couple of days. And uh, I had to go get gas yesterday because uh, I'm going to return it. I want to return it on a full tank. I couldn't figure out how to get the gas door open on this new car. The Volvo S60. Yeah, I was looking all over the place for the button. I actually popped the hood, thinking that like the release to both would be connect. I real, I know you're looking at me like that's the dumbest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. But when you're desperate and you can't find a button to open up a gas door, you you do dumb things. I thought maybe it was un- part of the unlock, the child lock button. I didn't know. I'm you looking in the glove the box. I'm looking. Yeah. So ultimately, I didn't get gas because I don't know how to do it. <laughs> and a lot of people are saying, well, just open the gas door. Mm-hmm. But that's what my the car that I currently have has. And it doesn't open the same way. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm hitting the gas door. I'm trying to release it. It's spring-loaded. I'm doing all these things. Nothing is open. It's got to be broken. It could They're be trying a sign. to sell me a broken car, Dylan. Sign not to buy it. I was looking in the trunk for a button to open <laughs> the gas door. God, okay. okay. So you're just rolling your eyes at me, even though you, Dylan, took your car to Canadian Tire to the service department because the gas light was on because you didn't put your gas cap on Easy. Properly. That was you're years ago, and yeah. a lot of people didn't know that that's a thing. <laughs> that's a, I've helped a lot of people along the way. So mm-hmm. I feel like Volvo somehow forgot to put a button in to open their gas doors. Mm-hmm. But Robbie's saying, oh, that's so stupid. Go, I can do it in 10 seconds, no problem. Well, I'll try. So you've got the key to the car. You're going to walk out now. We've got you on your phone now. Yep, yep. You're going to walk out there into the parking lot, and you're going to try and open this gas door. Let's see what I can do. He says he can do it in less than 20 seconds. Less than 20? I can, yeah. I mean, give it, him 20. I was in there five minutes at the gas station looking around under the steering column, glove box, console in the middle. Couldn't find it. So, Robbie, you walk on out to the parking lot okay. right now. It's yep. just through that door. Robbie's going to go out there. <laughs> he doesn't know where it is. We're going to fire up the, 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 the timer <laughs> clock here. We're going to give him 20 seconds to get the uh, gas door yeah. open. Trust me. I'm at the gas station yesterday trying everything. I opened the hood. He's already done. The hood. Wait, He's already got it done. Go, Robbie, right, did he get it? I didn't even start the clock yet. No. Oh, he, he stood up to it. He literally tapped it with one finger and it popped oh, open. Oh, Pepper. How did you get that open? Oh, my goodness. Pepper. You, I know what you did, Pepper. I what, know what you did. What did I do wrong? You tapped the wrong side. You to push it on the wrong side. I was, I was hitting the thing. I was trying to get it open. I was, it was like literally was one finger, one second. <laughs> I did not expect that. But Come that, on back that, in, Robbie. <laughs> King Robbie. Are you kidding me? I have never seen something easier done in my life. I'm telling you the God's honest truth. It didn't work yesterday. How? It didn't work. 
I was trying to open it. I was standing in front of it, pressing it. It was for one, a minute. One second. Trying to open the door. <laughs> How could you make that mistake? Uh, Here's the king. All right, Robbie. Congratulations. That was tough, hey, Robbie? Wow. <laughs> like it wasn't even interesting or exciting. He just walked up and opened it and walked back. I wasn't in. expecting that. I was just, I just tapped it. Just a little, right. little touch. That was All it. Right. Bloop. All right. Thank, thank you, Robbie. Yeah. Uh, this is Vicky. Good morning, Vicky. Good morning. Uh, Vicky shares in my embarrassment right now <laughs> um, with my inability to figure out how to open the gas door in my car at the gas station yesterday. So I just drove off to make matters worse. Robbie went out and opened it in one second, which is just, it's infuriating when that stuff happens. <laughs> uh, but you were in tears at the gas station, Vicky. I was pretty much, I was on the north side and I had almost no gas and I was trying to get to the south side. I couldn't find the button, so I called my husband, he didn't pick up, and I was panicking, because I was like, I don't have any gas, I don't know where the button is, and I was pushing everything, I opened the hood, couldn't figure out how to close the hood, meanwhile, I'm thinking everyone's looking at me like I'm an idiot, so I finally closed the hood, and I left. Yeah, that's the trick, Vicky, is trying not to look (laughs) foolish when you can't get your gas tank open. Yeah. It's almost as trying not to look foolish when you pull up to the wrong side and then you back around and you're at the wrong side again and trying yeah. not to trying to make it look like you meant to do that. Uh, but you're right. It's it's embarrassing. So that's why I just drove off. I thought, well, I've made like somebody's gotten the camera footage of me trying to open this gas door yesterday. Oh, yeah. and it's gonna go. It's gonna go viral, Dylan. And I had to just get in my car and get the hell out of there before I embarrass myself further. I just don't understand why you have so many problems with things. I just do. It's just ridiculous. Just do. It's one of those, like, when your computer doesn't work at work, and then the IT guy comes in and goes, did you try this? Right. And boom, it's working again. Double clicks once, yes. and it's fine. It's, it's so frustrating when Robbie went out there and opened it, no problem. It is so complicated, all of it. I don't know where any of the buttons are. It's the screen now. I know. Okay, thank you. Turn on the AC, you got to press, like, oh. five buttons. I should have seen how hot we were driving, Dylan, because I couldn't figure out how to turn the air conditioning on. Perhaps maybe no you shouldn't have Lord. nice things. Love you, Vicky. Thank you very much. Love you too. The Pepper and Dylan Show. Only on KISS. Dylan, you're going to be in a good mood. How come? Uh, Nicole is here to say she is one of you. <laughs> you're Good right, morning. Dylan. Okay, Nicole. Go ahead. Admit it. We don't judge around I, here. I say unthought. Everybody um, says unthought. And it comes from your parents. It's not because you're you're silly or, or unknown. It's handed down it through generation. It's hereditary That's to right. say unthought. Because I realized when I was at my parents' house over uh, over my vacation mm-hmm. that my dad said, hey, we need to take the, the chicken out and unthought. You need to unthought the chicken. I thought, unthaw there the- I go. That's where I got it. Yeah. That's totally right. You don't question your parents. Okay. Exactly. So that's where you've picked up unthaw. You know it's it's it means to put it in the freezer to unthaw something, right? I didn't know that until like two years ago. No, actually, I never even gave it much thought. (laughs) Until what? This morning? Yes. Oh well now how foolish do you feel, Nicole? Well, I don't feel foolish because it was something that was Instilled in me since I was a little kid. Blame the parents for your incorrect grammar. It's okay. True. okay. Go ahead. 917 917. How many people say unthaw because their parents did? Uh, love you, Nicole. Thank you very love much. Love you too. Uh, is there have anything else day. your parents say that, uh, uh, that oh, you I still can't do? Say that, yeah, I was with them. I can't say what they say. Okay. <laughs> I was pretty shocked, actually. I had to have some talks with mom and dad. I said, Dad, you can't say that anymore. Uh-huh. There's oh, a couple no. of those. Yeah. Uh, Robbie, you're not an unthaw, right? You're. No, but I, I mean, back in the day, I'm sure, but it's yeah. been years where I've just made sure I try to, because I, yeah. I know, yeah. thaw. Yeah. Thawing is defrosting. 
Yeah, but most people unthaw. No, I'm my, my, I agree, though. My mom always used to say, can you set out such and such to unthaw yeah. when, when you get home from school? That's, yeah. And I, and I would do that. When I moved out, I moved out on saying unthaw. And yes. finally, I could yes. break free and be my own person and say the proper, which is thaw. Right, right, or right. Or defrost. Defrost. Yeah. Yes. This is Jen on the phone. Hi, Jen. Hello. Okay, we've got to get to the bottom of this situation. Dylan's been feverishly hammering away at his keyboard. Robbie's been doing the same. We think we have the, uh, the uh, I guess, the the results here. Who's wrong? But Jen has always her life, Dylan, said, unthaw. She's yes. just like you, Dylan. Okay, there's just, there's a ton of us. Uh-huh. And your husband corrects you every time, Jen? Every time. Now, you realize that's wrong, Correct. I do when I think about it, but now Dylan is making me well, second guess it. Uh, this is what we're running into here all these years later. What have you found, Dylan? I've been to both the Oxford Dictionary and mm-hmm. the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Okay. Both of them have unthaw as a verb and uh, the exact meaning we use it. But there is a note on okay. both of them. It says, okay. although unthaw... Uh, as a, a, a cinnamon, I can't say that. Synonym. 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 Of thaw is sometimes cited as e- illogical error. It yeah. has persisted for more than four centuries. It occurs both in America and British English. So we've just accepted it being because it's so many people that. are wrong. It's, they've just given up and said, so all right, common. fine. It's so common they put it in the dictionary. The people in the dictionary did this. They said, everybody's so wrong, <laughs> we might as well just change the meaning of a word instead of correct That's everybody. Isn't that why? Are you kidding me? That's what happened. So unthought, according to the dictionary, counts. Jen, you've been saying it right. You can throw that back at your husband now. Oh, I'm so going to oh, stick that and yeah. send that to him. Okay, you made her day there. Well, there you go. That's so weird. All right, love you, Jen. Thank you very much. Love you. Okay. The Pepper and Dylan Show. Only on KISS 91.7. Hey, let me ask you a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many pillows is too many pillows on a bed? Nothing. It's how many you sleep with that matters. My God, my mom's got to get over this pillow upset. I think my mom's addicted to pillows on her spare bed. I got seven on most beds. Seven on your bed? Yeah. Robbie, how many pillows is too many pillows on a bed? Anything more than two. Anything right. You need one for your head and one for whoever else might be yeah. sleeping in the bed. No, with decorative pillows. And cool. she has pillows all the way halfway down the mattress. Halfway down. Half. I got to half. I think it's halfway. It's excessive. It's too many. It's not too many. It's exactly what you need. <clears throat> Good morning, right, What's Angel. happening? Uh, how many pillows you got, Angel, on your bed? I sleep with five. Five pillows. Uh, okay, now wait a sec. Are these pillows all on your bed while you're sleeping, Angel? Yes. They're taking up too much what? room. No, they're not. Yeah, what, what, what are you doing in bed? I want to watch you sleep. Are you? Are you? We, we, there's too much pillows. There's five well, pillows on your bed. What, what size is your mattress? I have a queen size. Are you sleeping alone? No. Okay, so you've got. Oh. You mean to tell oh, me wow. that you've got a person and five pillows in your bed at night? Oh, absolutely. Now, Kevin is here to say that he's more like you, Dylan, than he is like me when it comes to pillows and crap on the bed. All right, Kevin. Uh, give us your typical night on the bed, Kevin. All right, we have two gigantic pillows that could double as couch cushions. Okay. okay. Then we have two memory foam pillows. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Then we have two, like, soft feather pillows. That's mm-hmm. a six if you're counting at home. And then a pretty one. Mm-hmm. So we're at seven. Okay. And then my wife, mm-hmm. our two dogs. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes our son. That's just too much stuff in the bed. That's a lot. Is that a king bed? Now we, yeah, how big is the bed? Yeah, we got a king bed. That's yeah, a king. Well, you need wild. a king bed. Wow. You can't. Okay, so now just to clarify in this situation, because that's the most we've had on one bed at one time so far. At night, do, when you're getting ready for bed, are you clearing any of that off and putting it on the floor? 
None of it. My God. There's no space for Kevin. No, there's not actually. I, I get out of the, <laughs> we, we got a fifteen pound. One of our dogs is like fifteen pounds, and he gets more space than I do. Okay, so we've got two dogs. We've got a baby. We've got six sleep on pillows. We've got his wife, and we've got a decorative pillow. All of it stays on the bed all night. The whole night, yeah. All right. This is Madison. Good morning, Madison. Good morning. Uh, Madison's in a, would you call it a fight with your, is it your boyfriend, your husband, your fiance? Who is this, chump? My boyfriend. Your boyfriend. You guys just bought a house together? Correct. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you. Would you call it a full-on fight, a disagreement, your first little lover's quarrel? What is this that's happening? I would say it's disagreement at this point. We've got a pillow problem at their house, Dylan. What kind of problem are you running into? What do we have, Madison? Um, Okay, so we just bought our first house together, and this is also our first time living together, Mm -hmm. so... He brought, yeah, I know, I know. It's uh-huh. a whole other story. But uh-huh. so he brought his four pillows. I brought my four pillows. And then while I was unpacking gifts from family members, we got gifted another four pillows. So my intent was to take eight of those pillows and put them in the downstairs bedroom. But he insisted of keeping them all on the bed. So right now we have 12 pillows. That's a lot of pillows. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he insists on keeping them on the bed while we sleep. So it's literally <laughs> like a pillow bed with yeah. like, you know, when you're like, do you want some coffee with your cream? Yeah. It's like, do you want some bed with your pillows? Right. Exactly. Do you? Oh my God. There are people in this bed. I didn't see them I for the know. pillows. Oh, we've got a yeah, real like pillow I'm, problem I'm here. Don't mothered. Yeah. I just feel like the pillow is the best part of the bed. Everyone knows that. Pillowy yeah. softness is something that they mm. advertise everywhere. You want pillowy mm. softness. So, no, so, the blanket's the best part of the bed. What? Well, the mattress. The, no, mattress. the mattress is the most important part of the bed. You're right on that, Robbie. That's not true. You guys are both wrong. You guys are both wrong. The pillow's the most important of, uh, part of the bed. How can Robbie be wrong? The mattress is the bed. That's the bed. No, <laughs> yeah. you, you listen, because take away the mattress, you mm-hmm. can still sleep if you got a pillow. Mm-hmm. On the floor, right. with a pillow, life's not that bad. Right. Take take away the pillow and sleeping sleep? on the floor. Yeah. That's pretty junky. Okay, blanket. That's I mean, true. you, can, you, you can need live a blanket, without it. Don't you? Okay, so Madison, are you agreeing with Dylan that the pillow is the most important part? I I do agree, but like. Well, Maybe pillows. not 12. Okay. 12 pillows. But Three, I could do. It's a pillow stalemate that she's in, and it makes total sense because they're bringing their pillows together. Both aren't going to get rid of their pillows in for somebody else's pillows. It makes sense. And it sounds like there's no compromise that's going to happen with this little pillow fight that you're having. Yeah. Do you think the know. relationship's going to last if this is causing such problem in the beginning? How long have you been in this new house for? Um, a week. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Uh, well, okay. keep us in the loop with what happens and whose pillows win here. But right now, you've got 12 pillows on the bed, Madison. Wow. Yeah. Okay, Thanks. love you. Okay. Have, love a, you have a good morning. I, <laughs> but you don't so want to cave, right? No. These are my pillows. I've grown up with a being surrounded by these pillows on a bed. You're bringing your pillows into the relationship. Yeah, that's a problem. Pillows are like DNA. You okay. need those things, man. Mm-hmm. It is important. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Pepper and Dylan Show. Kiss 91.7. Sitting across from me the way he has for 14 years. All I can see is his forehead when we work between 5.30 and 9, believe it or not. It's Dylan. Hey! Uh, sitting to my right and Dylan's left, it's Robbie. Hi. Who's got his first girlfriend. I don't know if you've heard the news, Dylan. Boy. Uh, Robbie's got a girlfriend. There you go. Stop it. Woo! Guys. Robbie's got a girlfriend. Robbie's got a girlfriend. Robbie's got a girlfriend. Robbie's got a girlfriend. Robbie's got so a girlfriend. had this girlfriend for a little while. Uh, Robbie had his birthday. When was your birthday? About uh, three weeks ago, Robbie? Yeah, July 24. Okay, and she baked him a cake, and he gave that cake to his dad. Robbie needs help when it comes to being in a relationship, I think. <laughs> 
Because this girlfriend now is having her birthday today, right? Yeah. It's Yay! her birthday. Okay. So, right. Right, we said. Well, how, how, have you said anything to her yet? Have you? Well, I just wanted anything? you to include it in the chainsaw birthday. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll do birthday chainsaw <laughs> in a second, but this is a bigger issue because what is the message you sent her? I well, this morning when I woke up, I said I I wanted to wish her a happy birthday, so I said have a happy, 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 happy birthday today. Okay, in the way that you would wish a nine-year-old a birthday. <laughs> Oh, is <laughs> that's that, what, you, is that what you said to your lover? Have a happy, 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 happy birthday today. That's it? Nothing else? Nothing like good morning? Hey, you're wonderful. I, I can't can't believe we're together. This is amazing. I love you. I can't wait to Keep see going. you tonight. Can't wait for next uh, just, for another year together. <laughs> just, just, just happy, 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 happy birthday. What? Just, what are you going to give her a loot bag and play <laughs> pin the tail on the donkey tonight? Like, what are you doing? That's uh, what you wrote for real as her birthday wish? Yes. Robbie, it's something, isn't it? The Just thought that counts. Something, isn't it? The thought that counts. Uh, I hope so for you. What uh, are you doing? Do you have something planned for your girlfriend for your birthday? She baked you a cake for her, like her first ever um, cake that she baked somebody and gave it to you, which you gave to your dad, and he ate and said it was delicious, and you said it was just okay. Anyway, no, I, uh, last night I cooked her some just some potato dishes. <laughs> she went, <laughs> she went, listen to you talk. This is life dating, Robbie. What do you mean he's cooked her I cooked potato, her some dishes. potato dishes? <laughs> Stop it. What did you do? She, I asked her what she wanted for dinner because she, yes, she made, baked me a cake, but she also got me Boston pizza because uh -huh. I was craving Boston pizza you and I really Boston wanted the pizza. pizza. Yeah. So I said, what are you craving? What can, uh, what can I get you for dinner? And she said, she really didn't want me to do much at all. And she said, I'm just craving like potatoes. This is girl Robbie. <laughs> Robbie's dating girl Robbie. And a chicken pot pie. <laughs> <laughs> so you made her a chicken pot pie yeah, and potatoes? I, I, I baked her a, ch a chicken pot pie. Store-bought, frozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> French fries and then pierogies. Okay. Okay. And I got her a uh, McCain deep dish cake. Deep and delicious yeah. cake. So she baked you a cake. You bought her a McCain deep and delicious cake. Yes. Did you put sparklers on her happy, 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 happy birthday? No, because I forgot to give it to her. Uh, <laughs> what? I forgot that I had it in the freezer. So, I, so when she was leaving, I had to give it to her. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. You, okay, first of all, everything you bought her I'm came from the grocery store. disaster, I know. Everything you bought her and gave her for her birthday came from the freezer section at the grocery store. Yes. That's one. Okay, number for two. Under five ninety nine. No, you forgot you about the birthday cake until she left? Well, because I was baking the pierogies and I burnt the pot pie <laughs> and things were not going as planned. So it just completely slipped my mind until later. Okay. Oh my God. I'm, I, I try, guys. So it wasn't a happy, 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 yeah. happy it wasn't birthday? The, it wasn't the best. It was just a regular birthday. Oh, I think. Oh, she okay. wanted to, the potato dishes and a pot pie. All right. So. Fire up the birthday chainsaw <laughs> oh, there. My no, goodness. We've got to somebody else a call here with the... A little more romance than this I didn't want to get there. into this. All right, say it right now. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, birthday Leah. The Pepper and Dylan Show. Kiss 91.7. Anybody who's ever had a, a male child uh, has been through this at some point. Uh, the three of us are all gentlemen, and uh, we've all been through this at one point in our lives. And uh, it's about time, as me as a father, for me to uh, experience this alongside my wonderful son, Riley. Um, as you know, Riley is tiny. Mm -hmm. um, to the point where uh, is he, he like four eleven or something? Oh, he's smaller than that. Um, and uh, but he's finally hit his growth spurt. And he's very self conscious about how small he is, right? And he's finally hit this growth spurt. What a growth spurt! He's, he's under four eleven. That's not a growth. No, but spurt. it's starting. We can see it starting. We can see his clothes are now kind of looking smaller on him. We can see right. His voice has finally changed. Like he's the last one of all of his friends that his voice has finally changed. And it's it hasn't changed all the way, which is kind of funny. Mm -hmm. um, but and he's you know. 
he stinks. He's got BO now, so he's super, you know, he's oh, excited okay. about that. Like, oh. as a human, you just get worse. <laughs> but he's, he's hitting all these benchmarks, right? And he's very happy. So now, what's the next logical benchmark in a boy going through adolescence? Uh, stinks already. Uh-huh. Getting taller. Uh-huh. Got BO. Uh-huh. Locked in the bathroom a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess. That's true. Yeah. Uh, pubic hair. Nah, he's got creepy mustache. Uh, he's got creepy mustache, you guys. It's starting to come in. So the moment I've been waiting for all my life is I get to teach my son. This is a rite of passage. I get to teach my son how to shave. I don't know if you have to teach him. You think he couldn't figure that one out on his own? I think you have to teach a kid. How did you learn to shave? I learned it on my own. Your dad didn't teach you how to do it? No. Are you supposed to, as a dad, teach you how to do it? Robbie, how did you learn how Um, to do it? You were the only boy in a house full of sisters. You know, I think my dad, like I watched my dad do Uh it. And I think he showed me once when I was too young. But I eventually, you just figure it out. He wasn't there? They didn't make a big thing out of it? Not really. Oh, my mom had the camera out. My dad was standing right next to me. Yes. Come on. Oh, absolutely. You got a picture of you and your dad shaving together for the first time somewhere? Not shaving together. Like he was like instructing me. He was like my shave coach. I just don't. Really? I didn't know that that was existing. I, I could be very wrong. Uh, but l- Ladies, to include you as well, is it as much a rite of passage when you start shaving your legs? I don't know. I, I think, think that would be more difficult. Oh, it would absolutely be more difficult. Way more crevices see, and see mounds. My- <laughs> It'd be a lot to really navigate. I know my first razor was a used one from the tub that had leg hair stubble in it from oh! one of my sisters. <laughs> So I never got my own uh, my own razors. What do you, you I, just use theirs? I'd have to use old ones that were just kicking around. <laughs> yeah, I jeez, I don't. I know it my just, dad didn't sit there and teach me. You just grabbed any old leg razor that your sister yeah. was using to Rinse shave your face. Go, yeah. What yeah. do you have to teach, though? I'm curious. Well, not to cut yourself. Like you, you cut yourself about, all the time. I, I'm not the best teacher, <laughs> but it's the job of the dad to teach the son how to shave. Is it not? I I didn't know that. It like was. it's an honor. I'm I'm looking forward to being able to do this. You know See, what? I don't know. Now I'm going back on it. Maybe maybe it is harder to shave a face than a lip, <laughs> or I mean than a leg. A leg's just that's just a bunch of skin. No, you've got knees. You've got you've got to get behind. The you've knee got would be got hairy behind the knee. You got, you've got hair behind your knee. Nobody's got hair behind the knee. You got to get the back of the leg. I don't think. I you, think you would. We, we're not qualified to answer no, these questions about <laughs> leg shaving, but I am curious at nine one seven nine one seven if that's a rite of passage for women too to when they first shave their legs. I'm for interested the very on first this. Time. This says my dad never did, but he was a piece of crap. Okay. <laughs> so well, I don't want to be sorry. The Pepper and Dylan Show. Okay, we've got the answer. Who knew this was going to come? Okay. So the debate is, is it harder for a guy to shave his face or for a girl to shave their legs? Mm -hmm. What is the more challenging shaving? Well, it's going to be hard for us to find an answer. Somebody who's done both, you'd think, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. Not hard at all. Hi, Nicole. Hi, how are you guys? All right, break it down for us. Give us the answer here, Nicole. Okay. So wait, 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 wait. Before you do, Nicole, around the room, Robbie, you think it's harder to shave your face? I think just a lip is more sensitive, so you got to be careful around the lips. You don't want to cut a lip open. Yeah. Okay, Pepper? Ankle, way harder than a lip. Ankle be brutal. I'm now changing. I originally thought you, Pepper, same mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. It would be harder to uh, shave like... I'm going to say it's harder to shave a face. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Now, Nicole, you're a, you're a professional shaver? Like, you shave people? Yeah, I'm actually a barber and a hairstylist. So okay. I actually barber, so we sh- we do straight razor shaves and things like that. So when you're getting down to the nitty gritty, mm-hmm. think of your legs. Your leg, you've got all that skin that's already tight, right? So the worst you're going to do is, yes, a little cut. But when it comes down to the face or anything like that, regardless of what you're shaving with, you're going to be needing to make sure that you're using right tension and angles and things like that. And it's so much easier to nick and 
cut yourself with loose skin than it is for tighter skin. So it's harder to shave a face than a leg. 1,000%. There it is. It's been declared. There it is. We have a winner. Well, I apologize. But if you go higher on the female body, it gets way harder, does it not? (laughs) I mean, I think that's a personal question because, I mean, everybody's legs or skin is different, right? So it's the same thing. You still have tighter skin up at the top of your legs if you're going to your side than you do with the face. The face is like a... Super, super, super flabby piece of skin, right? How high do you go up on the leg, ladies? How high? Like just above the knee? I don't go up any higher than my knees because I don't have a lot of hair on my thigh. So I'm one of the lucky ones, I guess. Yeah, but if you had a lot of hair on your thigh, you'd have to, right? I guess. I mean, it depends on if it's short weather or winter weather. You could probably let it slide for the winter. Uh, Or if you have a date that night or not, I guess. Oh, there you go. Always date night. Okay. Love you, Nicole. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Love you guys. Okay. Take a victory lap, Robbie. Take a victory lap, Dylan. You've got it right. right. According to somebody who shaves for a living, shaving a face is harder than shaving an ankle or a leg. That makes sense. It's the Pepper and Dylan Show. Kiss 91.7. So we're all arguing off the air that operating rides, like we all sorely miss the art rides at whatever K-Days or whatever it might be, uh, is uh, Dylan said it was just five, ten minutes to learn how to operate one. I thought there's got to be a weekend course. There's got to be a manual you have to study. You told me there would be no way I could operate one of these. Not without some lessons, no. Five minutes later, I'm operating it, guaranteed. Can you, can you count, Dylan? Yes. Because that's what they teach you to do. There you go. If there's five things that need to be done in order to make the ride work, they teach you to label them one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> that's it. And if you do that for an entire day, you're tra- you've got it down to a science. They, they may stand off to the side and, and observe you, but if you come to work for them and, and you have, let's say, half a brain, um, odds are pretty good you're going to end up moving your way up pretty quick. There you go. Half a brain. So now, now Dylan, the roller coaster, the Niagara Falls, yep. the, the Ferris wheel, those ones are operated by people who've been with it for years. There's yeah. way more to that sure. uh, yeah. control board. Yeah, I would sure. imagine a roller coaster or a zipper, that's like the brass ring of ride operating, right? Uh, not so much the zipper, it's two buttons. There you go. Zipper's, Zipper's two, two buttons. buttons? See, and it's not like they You're sit there and do anything. At, you hit start me, and then you just watch. If someone falls, it's not like they know what to do. <laughs> he would right. be okay. sitting there shocked as you. Dylan, in 2004, my son was 10. Okay. Now, out there, everyone has a job. It doesn't matter if your job is picking up garbage, stocking the, the stuffies. Everybody has to work. Yeah. Okay, so he got out of control, wasn't behaving. They put him in the uniform, put him on the drop of fear next to his father, and told him, these are the five steps. Make sure there's no shoes on them. Wait, 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 wait. At yeah. 10 years old. Your son at 10 years old was operating a ride at K-Days? No, at Regina. In Regina, okay. <laughs> it's a little different there. The rules are a little more flexible. We won't admit to it in Edmonton, gotcha. but he probably did it in Calgary, Regina, Toronto, you know. Yeah. It doesn't take much. This text message says, I used to work at Galaxyland. Rides, super easy to operate. Really? Honest to goodness. It just yeah. seems that there's a safety standard that you have to pass, a little safety protocol. No, the maybe. guys making the rides got to set uh, yeah. The guy's setting up the ride from from like the truck, right? Yeah, to the yes. lot. Thank you need you to know guys. what you're doing, right? But the operator, nothing. Doesn't Not need to know anything. anything. Just out of count to five and operate a button. 
This one yeah. says I worked right, at K Days for years, needing half a brain. Really? Generous. Right. Aww. <laughs> right. So, Dylan, once again, Woo! back from holidays. You were right. Yeah. The Pepper and Dylan Show. Only on Kiss 91.7. I hate telling this story. No, just tell it tastefully. We're going. Well, it's hard to tell tastefully. <laughs> we're going to need Maestro Fresh West Private Symphony. Can you find that? Is that a hard one to find? I, we, uh, this is from uh, Maestro Fresh West's debut uh, cassette tape in 1988 called Black Tie Affair. No, oh. sorry, Symphony in Effect. Symphony I have it from effect. Much Vibe, so okay. I don't know what okay. the quality oh, was. Let's hear it. Let's hear if this is... That's it. There's Private Symphony. Okay. All right. So this is the infamous hot tub story. Hot tub? Or sorry, waterbed story. The waterbed story. There's a hot tub I, in the video. I wish it was a hot tub story. It's a, it's a waterbed story. I hate telling this story. Um, be warned on the front end that it has to do with a, with a, getting intimate with, a, with my girlfriend at the time. This is junior high. Okay, and I was a little more advanced than some of the other kids. I get that. Don't judge me. It's my life's biggest regret. Okay, yes, I lost yes, my yes. virginity a lot earlier than I should have. Anyway, so it would have been way earlier if this story didn't exist. So it's Roberta and I are having a makeout in her room. Now the weird thing is, Dustin and Michelle were making out on the floor beside us. It was a real makeout party. Mm, okay, okay, mm-hmm. and Roberta had a waterbed. What were they rich? No, not at all. I think it was a hand-me-down waterbed. Because waterbeds were the thing. They were for a little while. She had a waterbed. For those that don't know what a waterbed is, it's your mattress but full of water. And it mm-hmm. kind of, it's warm. There's a heater on it. Mm-hmm. So it makes it, it's warm to the touch. And every time you move, it kind of, like you would imagine, it just kind of waves and contours to your body. Yeah. And it's the warmth that just keeps you nice and comfortable throughout the evening. Right, right? While right. you're sleeping. Anyway. Was it comfortable? I never, I uh, never No, did. it was horrible for your back. I think that's why they got rid of them. Okay. Um, also, they could spring a leak, which would kind of ruin your house. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so we're at this makeout party. Michelle and Dustin are going at it uh, on the floor beside uh, Roberta and I, and I'm, uh, we're on her waterbed. And uh, Maestro Fresh West, this song is playing in the background. And things advanced and uh, escalated pretty quickly, right? It went from just making out to, hmm, this is... Okay. Okay, yeah. Right, from one to the other. And then right. next thing you know, like... I mean, what happens? We all remember this when the first makeout parties we were at. Like, all of a sudden, clothes started coming off. And you thought, <gasps> I don't know if I should be doing this. But you couldn't stop. You wanted to see how many clothing items could come off. Okay. Mm-hmm. So slowly, items came off. Except the socks. Right. But you're, you're in junior high. The socks are the last thing in your mind, right? Okay. Junior high. I know. Don't judge me on that one, Dylan. I'm not proud of it. I just, it's so shocking to me. Anyway, neither of us were stopping each other. We were both kind of hoping we would, though, I think, mm-hmm. because it was going like, eh, are we ready for this? So we were ready for it, or at least I thought I was ready for it. Mm-hmm. The thing is about doing that the first time is you don't know exactly what you're going to, what it's going to be like. Right. You have no idea. So I did it, figured it out. Things happened at the, on the waterbed that would normally happen, you know, when I was on my own. So I think I got that part figured out. Okay, right, right. right. And then I finished. Mm-hmm. We were done. And I realized when I asked her if everything was okay, because I'm sweet and sensitive that way, Dylan. Gotcha. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Said, why? We didn't do anything. And that's when I realized. You did a waterbed. The warmth of the waterbed. <laughs> oh, Pepper. Was, uh. Well, I mean, at least you don't have to regret being junior high and doing that. Well, he still does. 
Yeah, it happened later. Yeah, of course. But that was what I thought. So I oh. thought I lost my virginity to a waterbed. No, no, you did lose but your virginity I, to a waterbed. That, that's right. Exactly. Yes, she you just did. Yeah. Oh, no. That's the one way you can lose well, your virginity and the other person can at the same time. <laughs> understandable. It's, is it, Robbie? I think it's is it understandable? An understandable mistake. Okay. It's Guess warm. The bed's young. warm. What can you do? Okay. That's oh, the waterbed story. Man. Thanks for making me tell that story. Thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Pepper and Dylan. Okay. Robbie says he's an inspiration to everybody during the pandemic. Yes. Right. Uh, do you want to do the introductions here, Robbie? Well, his name is Terry. Uh-huh. He's making news recently because he is a walking machine. Uh-huh. He has tracked it, and he has walked every single street in Sherwood Park. Every single? I don't believe okay, it. Okay, so Dylan's a little skeptical, Terry. You're 73 years old, and tell us the story. How did this all come to be? How did this become a challenge for you? What happened was uh, we came back from uh, a nice holiday, and I go to Orange Theory Fitness Gym uh, just about every other day, and that was fine for a couple of weeks after we got back in March, but then everything closed up and I wasn't, you know, I was looking at what I could do for exercise. So I started walking, which I I used to walk or jog uh, an hour or so every day in the past. But, um, so that's what I started. And then I sort of thought, well, maybe I should try a different trail. I had two or three routes that I would always Mm -hmm. switch it up. So yeah, so I changed it up and started doing some residential streets that I don't normally do mm-hmm. and uh, I'd come back home and my wife Diane would say um, where have you been today and I said oh here and here and, and she said well why don't you mark it on a, on a map okay well okay I, I, so I started doing that and then I sort of got like a, a one block sort of colored yellow in a, with a highlighter and I started looking at the whole community of Sherwood Park and I thought hmm it might be possible to walk everywhere in Sherwood Park. Yeah. Uh, so I kept on going, but what I had to do is go back and do the original areas because I didn't do the cul-de-sacs and Kewel Crescents. And- <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, you really committed then. Oh, yeah. Oh, listen, when I, <laughs> if you know me, when I, when I do something, it's either going to be all or not, and that's not going to happen. So, um, so that's, that's how it worked out. So I started on March 19th, and by... The 12th of July, I had finished, and toward the end, because at the beginning, I didn't do uh, the, uh, the, the 20,000 steps a day or whatever, I was doing less. So toward the end, I was walking four and five hours straight, nonstop. <laughs> it became oh, a mission for you. Would you, like, if you had to get to one side of Sherwood, would you drive there and start in that location to, to pick up, or w- would you walk from your house every single time? Uh, oh, yeah, there's no driving, believe me. I, I walked, wow. which was sort of in the, oh, I guess, uh, west, end of, uh, west end of Sherwood Park. Mm-hmm. So some areas, it would take me an hour and a half, or almost an hour and a half, just to get to the area. Just to start on, on making new progress. What's that? Just They would take you an hour and a half just to start on making new progress. Totally. That, that's right, yeah. 
That You're is an insane person. Like, no, well, wow, that is great. amazing that and you would commit to something like that. You did walkways, alleys, everything? Uh, yes, uh, all the industrial areas, the commercial areas. Uh, <laughs> what a lovely walk. What now? <laughs> no, uh, honestly, it, it was amazing. Like, I had no, uh, we've lived in Short Park 49 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you'd think, I mean, and what, Short Park, 75 or 80,000 people. and. Mm-hmm. When we came, it probably was like 10,000, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, you'd think you, as it grew around you, you'd know the community, but I had no idea yeah. uh, of what we have on all the nice trails and beautiful subdivisions and you, you name it. I mean, I, I, I learned a lot. I was really impressed with uh, how lucky and how fortunate we are for to have all the things we do have. You get to judge a lot of bad lawns, too, oh, I bet. You walk by, well, that's a lot of weeds in that guy's lawn, yeah. Terry, what was the weirdest thing you found on the journey? Yeah. Weirdest? Uh, <laughs> um, gee, was that? I don't know. I, I think one out. of the neatest things was um, uh, in the Heritage uh, Lakes uh, sort of wetlands, there is about, I'd say, a half a kilometer, maybe more, of painted rocks. Uh, all sorts of people, uh, and when I'm saying painted rocks, they're not uh, just painted, but they're like art- decorative. There's pictures on them, sayings on them. Yeah. Really, really neat. Hmm. Yeah, See, that's hidden, cool. Hidden gems little in your own community, gems. yeah. So, all told, it was three million steps. You figure to your step counter was three million steps. Well, no, that was uh, it. Was about uh, uh, two million. What I have it written down here: uh, two million, about three, two million four hundred thousand. But yesterday, I uh, because I'm still doing my twenty thousand steps a day. Uh-huh. I hit three million yesterday. Wow! And yeah. you're trying to get to four million. That's right. I'm trying to do. Oh, oh I, I, my plan is to do four million steps in 200 days. So that would be, uh, a, you know, twenty thousand steps a day. And I, it takes me. Well, believe me, I, I know this. Eleven hundred and seventy-five steps per kilometer. It really is like, that what it is? Okay. Oh, wow. See, and just, wow. I imagine, like, because when you would go to that far west end of Sherwood Park from your house, you would want to stay there as long as possible, so you right. didn't have to trek there and back. Each time, so like some days, five hours in a day, ten hours in a day. No, not ten. Five. Yeah. Five was the, the max, but uh, yeah, and that's nonstop. Like it's not. I don't stop for re- well. Uh, the only time I start, I when I have a drink of water, but I I don't stop. I just keep on walking. And, and did you pack a sandwich? No. Okay. No, you didn't that's pack stupid. anything. Stupid. Yeah. No <laughs> snacks. Why did you do that. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, but. Um, no, it's uh, and I, I I walked through rain like mm-hmm. uh, you know how wet it has been. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that soaked many. Didn't many stop days. you. Look at that. My dad is eighty years old, and uh, he he'll go on the treadmill for about five minutes, five to ten minutes before he's winded. So I think that you're uh, you're quite an inspiration. Yeah, you must be in incredible shape. Thank you very much. And, and Terry, one more question: Have you, you were using a paper map to track all this? <laughs> well, it's sort of about half the paper is left. <laughs> Yeah, I had a, I had a, a actually a, a, a cycle map uh, for cycle trails in Sherwood Park, and that's what I uh, colored in. And with all the rain and uh, pulling it in and out of my pocket so many times, it's falling apart. Ah, 
Uh, Get yourself an app. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot easier. So the next goal is 4 million steps. Good luck. Thank you, Terry. Well, thank you very much. Okay. It's been my pleasure. And, and he's going incredible. golfing. Are you walking the course or using a cart today, Terry? No, no. I never use a cart. He's Look walking the course. <laughs> what guy. a guy. Wow. Wow. Terry, all told, the number of kilometers he walked, of course, 2,200 kilometers. What? Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. 2000. Everything will be all right if yeah. you keep me next to you. Whoop, whoop. You know about me, Nuh-uh. but I'll bet you want to. Everything will be all right if what? we just keep walking like we're 22. Pretty cool story. 200. Yep. 22. That might be your next challenge, Robbie. Oh my goodness. Incredible, Incredible for sure. The Pepper and Dylan Show on KISS 91.7.